Yo, what is going on, baby? Nate Kennedy, the new money podcast, episode 25. Why you definitely should double check your insurance policies. Don't worry, this episode's not going to be boring. How y'all doing, man? Hope you guys had a fantastic weekend. Really quick, I just wanted to explain why this episode's a few days late. So usually I release on Sunday the, you know, my sort of monologue episodes where I pick a topic and talk about it. Just kind of had a lot of stuff come up in the past few days and weeks. Nothing bad, just like kind of a hectic time. Uh, And so I'm just, again, I think I've said this before, I'm really trying to figure out, you know, balancing, you know, my new job with the podcast and everything. So I'm trying to work some stuff out the schedule moving forward so i was doing two episodes a week for a few weeks and i think i'm going to scale it back to one i think i'm going to do just just me hopping on here once a week um and just focusing on other parts of the podcast and social media and youtube starting that up there so uh, you know, I'm going to take it to just a weekly episode. I'm not really going to be doing any interviews for the next little bit, but let me know if you guys really like them and I'll bring them back earlier than I planned. Um, no problem with that at all. Uh, again, guys, thank you so much for all the love and support. And again, I appreciate you guys, you know, reaching out, asking what's good. That was kind of like, you know, to me, it's like, you know, ah, you know, will they notice if I don't? And it's like, yeah, they friggin' notice. So that was Uh, Really cool of you guys to reach out and stuff like that. As always, guys, please leave me a review if you use Apple Podcasts. really helps out the show. DM me at any time at the New Money Podcast. We do the New Money Mailbag. Got a fun question today. Just shoot me some messages, man. I love answering questions. Just ask me any question. Life, finance, it doesn't matter. So today, what we're going to be chatting about is insurance. Now, I know... I know, I know, I know this is one of the most boring parts of personal finance, but it also happens to be one of the most important when it comes to protecting your wealth, right? It's, I mean, frig, you work your ass off your whole life to build up wealth just for, to have it taken away because you're not insured properly. Like, forget about that. We're, we're going to insure ourselves properly. Give me a chance to explain what's good with this episode, and I promise you'll be more tolerant of insurance afterward. So let's just dive on into it, baby. <laughs> Okay, so what is insurance? Well, you guys probably know what that is to some degree, but let's define it because I always define shit on here, right? From a financial perspective anyway. So insurance is a contract represented by a policy in which an individual or entity like a business receives financial protection or reimbursement against losses from the insurance company. The company pools the client's risks, so all of their all the people that are insured by let's say manual life all those freaking people and they make payments all together to make the insurance more affordable for the people that are actually getting insured so basically there's a ton of people and they contribute to this massive pile of money that goes towards the insurance company's bottom line obviously because they're a company um, but also towards other people's policies so you pay in there's this massive pool of money they take some out for themselves and then they use that to ensure the actual claims that actually get activated now here's the thing the majority of policy owners will not need to actually file claims but some will and when they do not only is it mandatory legally for some aspects but you know it's also a friggin' lifesaver because a lot of people, businesses, people, etc., you know, there's there's numerous instances of people going bankrupt because they weren't insured properly. So it's it's super important that you have a good grasp on this. So why do we even use insurance? 
right? The primary function of insurance is to maintain your wealth, right? To protect yourself, right? You're insuring yourself, you're mitigating your risk, you're paying a little bit of money up front to protect against a potential shitload of money if something were to happen. The idea again is to pass the risk of a financial event or financial loss to the insurance company because you either can't afford the loss if it were to come to fruition or you don't want to suffer the loss even if you can afford it. If you don't want to buy the insurance, then you're technically self-insuring, basically meaning that you're assuming the risk, meaning you're going to cover any financial losses personally out of your pocket if something were to happen which a lot of times isn't conducive, right? It's probably not a good idea for a lot of things. So the whole goal with insurance is to buy only the insurance you need for the lowest price possible. Insurance should never be thought of as like an investment, right? It's, it's rather a cost that should be minimized as much as possible while still shielding you and your money effectively. I'll probably say this about a billion times this episode, but the biggest takeaway of this episode is to shop around, shop around, shop around. It's usually what I say with a lot of things on this podcast, but it's so important to compare insurance policies with other providers. When it comes to analyzing what insurance you actually need or should you even get it, etc. I mean, assuming that it's not legally mandatory, think about what risks are out there for whatever aspect it is, whether it's business or car or life insurance, etc. You know, how much risk is reasonable for you to insure against to feel protected? So you're protecting yourself and you feel comfortable with that while still also being cost effective. And what's the least amount of money that will get you there? Insurance isn't like other things you purchase. A higher premium, which we'll talk about what that is later, definitely does not mean it's quote unquote better quality. It might, but you know, you can also just as likely have cheaper insurance that's better quality. Just guys, think it's it's pretty, as long as you're getting the coverage, look for the cheapest one, right? That's the most basic way I could say it. Just think about what coverage you need and what's the most cost-effective option out there for you and get it. Like any business though, I must say this, there are better companies than others. And so, you know, I, I do suggest looking at different reviews of different companies to size up if they're typically a fair and just insurance provider because, you know, some may have a history you know, if it may be if they're lower tier, etc., that, you know, they, they're very cheap, but their history of actually granting claims, you know, may be very strict or questionable, etc. And so guys, just that's definitely consideration. So really know the company you're getting into bed with pay for what you need, try to get the most uh, cheap <laughs> option, pretty much, but also make sure that, you know, you're actually insured if something were to happen versus you know, on paper, you're insured, but then they, you know, say, oh, because of this clause and this bullshit, whatever, you know, you're not getting the money, right? Look into that, look at reviews and, and size the company up to figure out if they're a good fit for you. So read the fine print, do your research, like I always say, guys. So what should you analyze when it comes to your specific policy? How do you size up a company, right? Well, in order to select the best 
policy for you or your family, it is important to pay attention to the three critical components of most insurance policies. A firm understanding of these concepts go a very long way in helping you choose the policy that best suits your needs. The three components that we're gonna talk about, and these are the major, the big boys that you really need to think about, are the premium, the deductible, and the policy limit. So number one is the premium. Now this term is misleading because it ain't as pretty as it sounds, right? Premium, like woo, fancy. It's like, no, like they're taking your money. But it is the amount paid periodically to the insurer, like the insurance company, by the insured, i.e. you guys, for covering your risk. This is typically expressed as a monthly cost and how the premium is determined by the insurer is based on you or your businesses, if it's business insurance, the risk profile, you know, what risks are associated with insuring you, which may include, you know, credit worthiness. So an example of, you know, sizing up your specific risk profile is, you know, let's say, for example, you own several expensive cars, right? And you have a history of reckless driving. Intuitively, you know, you're much more likely to pay a hell of a lot more for an auto policy than someone with a single, you know, average Honda with a perfect driving record. You're less risky to insure, i.e. you're gonna pay less. That's just how it works. However, different insurers may charge different premiums for similar policies. So this is going back to what I was saying earlier. Some companies will provide the exact same damn coverage and charge you more for it than another company, right? So do your research guys, right? Make sure that you're getting with these good companies that are granting claims, no problems at all, good customer service, and they're giving you cheap, expansive coverage. And yes, your credit score actually may be weighed here to also assess your quote unquote risk. So go check out episode three. I actually did a full episode on credit episode three of the podcast to get a rundown of credit. If you'd like to optimize that aspect, right? Go check that out. It's a good episode. You should go check it out. But getting back to it, the second consideration for when you're sizing up an insurance company is the deductible. Deductible, you might've heard your dad say it once and you're like, that sounds adult, right? That sounds old, that sounds mature, right? What's more deductible, right? Well, this is the amount paid out of pocket by the policy holder before an insurance provider will pay any expenses. So basically, let's say that I, you know, I'm insured, uh, obviously I'm insured with my car because you can't drive around without insurance and I get an offender vendor, right? And it costs me like $2,000 my deductible let's say it's a thousand dollars and you know it, it costs two thousand dollars to fix so i would pay up to a thousand dollars and then anything north of that the company would pay so in this case it would be another a thousand but if let's say my bumper costs five grand depending on the value of the car i mean i'm getting pretty specific and we'll talk about auto insurance later on but basically your deductible is how much the maximum amount that you will pay. So if, for example, I get in an accident, it only costs me $500 to fix, then my insurance company isn't gonna pay jack, which kind of sucks. But it again, it depends on the specific situation. So the lower the deductible, the higher your monthly cost is gonna be. The higher the deductible, the lower the monthly cost is essentially a very basic way of how it works. The reason deductibles exist is they serve as deterrence to large volumes of small and insignificant claims. So basically, if there were no deductibles or very low deductibles for everyone, then you know the insurance company would get killed with a ton of claims, right? The deductible basically says, hey, like listen, 
you know, we'll insure you if it's really expensive, but like up to this amount, like that's all you. This helps insurance companies uh, keep claims to a minimum. So deductibles can apply per policy or per claim depending on the insurer and the type of policy. What does that mean? Well, essentially, if it's per policy or per, per occurrence, let's say there's like 10 people involved in an insurance claim, right? And it's just kind of like a, you know, a massive you know, fender bender and like everybody gets involved, right? And everybody blames you and they bring claims against you, whatever. You would only pay up to your deductible for that occurrence. And then your insurance company would take care of the rest, even though there's multiple claims involved in the incident. But if you have per claim, you would have to pay multiple deductibles for each specific claim that's brought against you. So that's a very significant difference. And it's one that you definitely should make sure you're aware of with respect to your different policies because you don't want to have to end up paying, you know, what you think, oh, up to 5,000. Well, it's actually up to 50,000 if there's, you know, like 10 different people coming after you. So you definitely want to make sure what's good with that. Policies with very high deductibles are typically less expensive because the high out-of-pocket expense generally results in fewer small claims. So like I was saying, guys, you know, larger deductible, you're much less likely to bring about a claim because you're covering yourself for, you know, all the cheap stuff, all the cheap sort of small little stuff. And so the insurance company is like, yeah, that's dope. We're going to charge you less because you're only insuring, you know, a very sort of unlikely scenario. But if your deductible is lower, you're more likely to bring about a claim and therefore your premium is going to be more expensive. With respect to deductibles, basically all you have to do is review how much you would have to pay out of pocket if some shit were to go down, right? Sometimes it's worth it to have a higher deductible for specific instances because it'll save you money for the same eventual coverage. What do I mean by that? Well, you know, let's take my old car for example, right? It was worth literally nothing. Um, so in some scenarios, let's again, let's go back to cars your car might not be worth much at all, right? And so, you know, the expenses to fix it might not be worth, you know, insuring against because if you were to get into it, it'll either be written off or its repairs are worth more than the actual car is worth. And so you're not willing to do it. And so like, it's like, all right, well, if I were to get in an accident, then, you know, it's a piece of junk. Why am I insuring? I'm going to get the bare minimum, which is third party liability for the, you know, the, and again, we'll talk about this later this week, what that is. Uh, I'll get the bare minimum for the car. Like if something were to happen, I'm probably just not, I'm probably just going to get rid of the car. And so you'd probably have as high a deductible as you can, or you might not even have collision coverage at all. Right? So it, it, like, again, it just depends on the specific scenario and what works best for you. And the third aspect is the policy limit. So this refers to the monetary amount, like how much money that an insurance company will pay out in relation to a specific policy claim. So if you were to be like, yo, this happened, I need money, right? <laughs> it refers to the max amount of money for which an insurance company is responsible. So for example, a car insurance, we're just using cars, it's the most common one. A car insurance policy may have a limit of a million bucks. So this is the amount of liability, right? Some, all this stuff that legal liability that were to come, you know, and payments and things that, you know, come against you, how much they'd actually cover you for. So you pay up to your deductible and then your company will cover you north of that. And then the max amount that they'll pay for this scenario is a million bucks, which sounds like a lot, but bills add up 
if some stuff goes down. So, you know, make sure that you understand how far that money will actually go if something were to happen. You again, you can talk to your insurance provider and they can explain that to you. They actually do a really good job of explaining scenarios to you. So the maximums for the policy limit may be set per period, like annual or per policy term. They could be per loss or injury, per, per claim, over the life of the policy. Again, very specific nuances between what the limits actually are. And so again, talking with your insurance provider, understanding what exactly you have is so crucial here because you don't wanna think you're you know covered for a specific instance up to a certain amount and come to find out something were to happen, you're actually not covered like you thought or whatever and like that happens to so many people so we definitely want to avoid that at all costs typically speaking the higher policy limits higher coverage carry higher premiums right makes sense for a general you know let's say life insurance policy the maximum amount the insurer will pay is referred to as the face value right which is the amount paid to a beneficiary upon the death of the insured so you have life insurance God forbid something happens, the amount that they'll actually pay out is known as the face value. So again, guys, with this, know your scenarios, speak to your insurance agent to know exactly what you are covered for, for what policy limits and what specifics are. And like, I can't stress how important knowing that and like understanding how much you're actually covered for, like that's so, 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 so important. And it happens like shitty stuff happens to a lot of people because they didn't check and when something actually happened they weren't actually insured for it and it sucks and so if they just could have made a 15 minute phone call to talk to Bel Air Direct to talk to Manual Life and say hey what the hell do and what am I actually good for and they had a you know good understanding of that and they're like oh actually can we let's change up a few things let's make sure that this this and this is covered you know it, it'll save you quite literally a lifetime of heartache if you just make that quick call so guys it's a friggin no-brainer do it now guys we're going to get into all the different types of insurance auto insurance life insurance friggin all kinds of all that stuff we're gonna get into that later this week um, but for this week that's what I kind of just wanted to touch on right policy limit deductible premium those are the three big daddies big mamas big whatever's that you need to be considerate of when it comes to when you're sizing up a company yo so here with the new money mailbag and this week i got asked how did you grow your instagram following so i like being real with y'all like i don't think i have that remarkable of a following i think i have like 26 2700 uh followers um and they're awesome they're fantastic and you know i obviously you guys that listen to the show um, are, are the majority of them, <laughs> right? You, a lot of you guys follow me too. And, you know, how did I grow my following? I guess, I mean, you know, I watched a lot of YouTube on how to grow your following. And I essentially, you know, when I started to really take Instagram seriously, it was when this whole COVID stuff went down, I was like, Hey, like, even before that, I was like, okay, like I need to figure this out. And then, then when that happened, I was like, okay, like I'm going to figure this out. And so I started to really just engage like crazy on Instagram, um, you know, set a specific engagement number per week or per, sorry, per day that I would try to hit. So I'd be like, I'm going to, you know, like and comment and maybe follow like 60 accounts a day. So I would do that, right? I had the time on my hands at the time and like, I would just do that. And I still do that, right? Like I, not to that level, but like, 
I still do stuff like that. I literally didn't wait for people to come to me. I, I, I went to them. I followed them. I, I reached out to them. I had DMs. Like, I don't know how many DMs I sent a day. I still do the same thing, right? And so um, I just busted my ass, man. And I just connected with real people, uh, shared what I, you know, think and, and what I do with them um, in, in an Instagram sort of way. That's the main platform that I use. And, you know, just like I do it on here, like I just share what I thought, connected with people that are awesome, like my, like there's a great community on Instagram. And so again, just connecting with people, it sounds, it sounds like, okay, like I knew that, whatever, but like, that's actually what it is. You just have to like get the numbers in, right. And be genuine and connect with people. That's, that's how I grew my following. And that's how I'll continue to grow my following. Good question. I like that question. Takeaways from this episode. So number one, your goal with insurance is to buy only the insurance you need for the lowest price possible. I mean, these aren't phones, guys. They're not clothes. This is insurance coverage, right? Pay for the coverage you need. Also consider the company, etc. But like, like rule of thumb, pay for the coverage you need at the best price possible. That's that's pretty much what you need to know. Number two, when analyzing your options, analyze the three big components, right? The premium, deductible, and policy limit, right? Think of it like this. How much you're gonna pay periodically for the coverage? How much would you pay for a specific scenario out of pocket versus how much they would pay? And how much is the max limit that they're obligated to pay for you and for what the scenario is exactly? So in my head, that sounds a lot simpler. And now I'm saying it out loud, it's like, okay, it's actually not that simple, but basically figure out who pays for what for any given scenario. That's just, that's the summary of everything I just said. Who pays for what for any given scenario? Every month you pay, if something happens, how much do you pay? How much do they pay? What's the max amount that they'll pay, et cetera, et cetera, right? So just have a firm understanding of that, my friend. And number three, the biggest takeaway of the episode, in my opinion, is to shop around, shop around, shop around, shop around. It's usually what I say with most things on this podcast, but again, it's so important to compare with other places. If you've never compared, you're probably losing. So start shopping around and start winning. All right, my people, that is it for part one. I will see you on Sunday for part two. I am out this mother. Peace.